Welcome to Beyond Broken Bits with Bryce Link, featuring me, Bryce Link. It's the perfect podcast if you want to hear news without being truly informed. Need advice or have a question? We've got peculiar perspectives served up hot in petite portions. And the whole thing is filled to the brim with poorly polished, broken bits. Plus, it's all non-perishable. Not quite sure why I went with all those peas, but anyways, we've got a real packed pod for you. Okay, today we've got a great big story on our plate, folks. We're going to get to the bottom of what's been happening with Elon Musk and his brand new passion project, which is texting. We've also got some fresh Florida man stories, all right? We're going to uncover some of the secrets from the animal world, and of course... We're going to take in some of your questions. And in return, we're going to give you some answers. It's going to be a real good transaction, a real solid, you know, one-two move. You ask the questions, I give the answers. But who knows, after all, anything could really happen. This show, it's like a liquid, okay? We don't stick to the recipe book. We just throw in as much spice as we want. All right? Is that a pinch? Who knows, dog? It could be a pinch. It could be a teaspoon. It could be a tablespoon. It could be an ounce. Anyways, let's kick off episode two of Beyond Broken Bits with Bryce Link. Okay, right off the bat, coming in hot, we've got a very, very broken bit. And it is none other than my voice, okay? It's broke, and I'm not quite sure what happened, but as soon as I try to go up and pitch, it just doesn't work. It's like I'm hitting an emergency shutoff valve, all right? Am I going to phone it in today? Who knows? It all depends on how bad my throat hurts moving forward and if this lozenger works. It's very upsetting, but the show must go on. So here we are with a lozenge talking about America's favorite slash least favorite billionaire, Elon Musk. Okay, it just seems to me that there isn't very many people that are just neutral about this guy. He's not like Bezos, okay? People accept Bezos. People like Bezos. Some people even love Bezos. But most just don't see any problems with him because he brings them jumbo packs of Snickers bars to their garage door in eight hours, okay? He brings them ring doorbells and air fryers. He'll even wrap up a Christmas gift so you don't have to. But not Elon, okay? Elon doesn't do any of that. You see, with Elon, it's either the tech bros are going to sleep in SpaceX pajamas, sending him tweets about their great idea to add a solar-powered toaster inside of the Tesla Roadster car, or they're assault-tweeting at him, assault-tweeting even, saying that he's got to donate every last penny of his dollars immediately, or else he's a bad, bad man. You know, I don't care where you fall on this one, but either way, you've got to admit The kid doesn't waste a minute, dog. He doesn't waste a second of his life, okay? Here's the deal, all right? Here's a brief crash course on Elon. He did PayPal. He makes some dope electric cars, and he wants to go to Mars, okay? Very simple. Essentially, this means he's into science fiction. He's got an army of cell towers that he blasted into space. He's digging highways under the ground one day, and then he's smoking weed with Joe Rogan the next. And somehow he's always had the time to tweet like 35 times a day. And and he liked doing that, okay? That was fun for him. He enjoyed it. So what he did is he bought Twitter for $44 billion. You see, the the kid doesn't waste a minute, all right? 
I've got a theory, okay? I've got a crazy theory about Elon Musk, and you want to hear this theory, okay? It's not that he's an alien, just as a uh, as a preface, guys. That's obvious. He's definitely, you know, uh, not a regular man. But I think, here's my theory, I think that there's a chance that he might not be the self-taught genius that we all know him as. He might not be having slumber parties with the engineers at SpaceX or building the Wi-Fi rockets by hand, okay? He might just be a mascot, you know? Just a mascot, no different than Syracuse's own Otto the Orange or Disney's Mouse or even Wendy from the hit fast food corporation Wendy's. You know, he might just be the face of all these operations. It would definitely make sense with how he's been handling Twitter recently. You know, I don't know if you heard about this, but he's been going to war against the robots. All right. He says that Twitter is like 30% bots and he doesn't like that. Okay. Back before Elon got involved and it was just that bearded fellow running the place, users that had tons of followers, they would all get this verified symbol, a check mark. Okay. So we all knew that it was really them. Basically, his plan is he wants to make one of those sort of systems for all the real people, you know, so then we know that it's really them and not tons of bots. Basically, what he's going to do is he's going to make it cost $8 a month. So then all the factories that, you know, churn out these bots, they can't afford it. Okay. But what he didn't see is that it was mostly going to be used by pranksters. Okay. Some, some of these pranksters, they're all spending eight bucks. It's not a very large amount of money. But they're spending these dollars to impersonate famous people and brands. Someone made a fake verified Pepsi account, and they made a tweet saying that Coke was better. So, you know, someone made a verified Nestle account, and they made a tweet saying that uh, we steal your water and sell it back to you. Someone even spent $8 to impersonate President Joe Biden and then send a message to the world that he was, um, how do I say this, that Joe Biden that he was messing around with his peace at the moment, if you know what I'm saying. So yeah, that's really not the best. But uh, okay, so basically, it seems to me that Elon is going through some kind of crisis. Maybe it's a midlife crisis. It, this very well could be his version of buying a convertible Corvette and getting liposuction. You know, take that fat off the neck and stick it on the bottom of the feet. You know, it gives you a few inches and no one's looking down there. You know, they'll never know that you deposited your double chin down there. Why were the feet? It's a perfect plan. Okay, I'm, I'm off track. I got to get back on track. The only thing is that Elon, he's turning himself into the king of those internet community moderators that everybody makes fun of for living in their mother's basement and not having a job. Okay, well, they don't have a paying job. Those Reddit and Discord moderators, they always claim that deleting posts they don't like is a job and it's just not a job i'm sorry you gotta get paid for a job unless you're a painter yeah i'm pretty sure those guys get a free pass for being able to say they have a job even though they're not getting paid because yeah it's kind of tough to get paid being a painter it's a forgotten craft okay another theory is that elon's having an identity crisis he's trying to get rid of all the bots right his own people which are computers they're coming from the same family he must be going through a very uh, deep depression in his personal life if he wants to get rid of all of his brothers and sisters. All of his brothers and sisters, sorry. Or maybe he just doesn't want these bots to take his job. Oh, yeah, that is what it is. That's what it is right there because it's already been done. 
He himself is a robot in very many high-level positions. So he knows that if he can get there being a robot, what's stopping all the Twitter bots from doing the same thing? He doesn't want to have user uh, 1487-6Zeta519 to become the uh, CEO of Tesla. That's his job. So maybe it's smart. Maybe it's a preemptive strike on those guys. But uh, okay, it seems like his employees are really taking the hit from this in a major way. He's fired like half of them. And people are quite upset because, um, you know, he's fired employees on Twitter. Just right on Twitter for the whole world to see. That's pretty embarrassing. He's fired people with memes that are sent to their email accounts with some Donald Trump sort of thing. Like, you're fired. Like, dang, that's pretty crazy. He even took away their free lunch and is making them come to the office. Imagine having to go to the place where you work. Holy crap. Okay, on top of all that, for someone who really seems to love cracking some jokes, he's got a very strange laugh. Here, I'll give you an example of what it sounds like. He'll go like this. Ha ha. Or he'll drop three of them on you. Ha ha ha. And then maybe if he's like really feeling it, he'll start mixing and matching. He'll be like, ha ha ha, ha ha, ha ha ha, ha ha ha, ha 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 ha. And now to wrap this segment up, we've got to talk about the craziest part of this man, in my opinion, his love life and also his children. For starters, he's got eight kids. Turns out the robot alien man isn't only gifted in optimizing car factories. He's also a great baby factory manager as well. The Mormons don't got nothing on this guy, okay? On top of all that, most of the kids have very unconventional names. To name a few, we've got Nevada Alexander, we've got Exa Dark Sidrael, and of course, we've got X space AE space A-12. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that as one cohesive thing, okay? The substitute teachers, they're going to have a tough time on that one. <laughs> He's also had about four wives so far. One of them is named Grimes. I think she's, you know, his main that he loved the most before they broke up. And allegedly, he used to tell her very often that he believes that she was created in his mind as the perfect companion. The perfect companion for him. It's, And he just, he doesn't think he deserves it. And he just thinks that, like, she is, like, meant for him. And they're, like, soulmates. And it's just, you know, it's just so touching. Because even robots can feel love, too. Oh, that's a broken bit. It's a broken bit right there, dog. It's what it is. It's what it is. Ron Bryce's broken bit. It's broken bit. It's what we do. Okay. Speaking of love, we've got some stories from the Florida man. All about love, okay? It's all feel-good relationship stories for you today, right now. Okay, this is basically the Hallmark movie channel, but for, but for Floridians. In our first story, a Florida man beats his girlfriend with a full-sized Xbox Series X. Because her Zodiac sign was a Taurus. Yeah, now that's upsetting. But the worst part about it was, is that she isn't even a Taurus. She's a Sagittarius. It was his grandfather who was a Taurus, so we got confused. You know, mistakes happen. He meant to beat his grandfather with the Xbox Series X. Yeah, we've all been there. Oh, yeah. I just don't understand how they could mix up a Taurus and a Sagittarius. Because you see, Taurus, it's an earth sign. All right? Sagittarius is a fire sign, my friend. You see, Tauruses, 
They're much more practical, they're level-headed, they're steady, and, oh, I'd be darned, they are quite stubborn. Sags, on the other hand, oof, don't even get me started. They're known for their adventurous spirits and their curious minds. You see, they overflow with passion, and they just can't stay tied down to one place. It's completely different. I bet when the police interrogated him about this crime, he told them it's in his nature as a Scorpio. Anyways, this next story here, okay, we got to make up for some lost time because that Elon one, it was huge. I spent a lot of time talking about Elon Musk today, so we got to keep going. This next uh, Florida man story definitely seems like he's also a Scorpio. (laughs) He said he was just joking when he poured a can of gasoline on his wife and then tried to light her on fire seems like he knows how to keep his relationship interesting. That's what I have to say about this. So many people in this world end up getting burnt out in their relationships because both parties are too scared to try something new, you know? And then they start to cheat, they start to distance themselves, and issues start to strike, but they can't talk about them because there's issues. Now, the only issue I see with this man is the whole gasoline and lighting his wife on fire aspect of it. You know, it brings a whole new meaning to the phrase gaslighting. He should have chosen ice, though. You know, it's already hot enough as it is in Florida. I bet there's an afterlife, you know, like some kind of hell. The Floridians get down there and they're like, hey, this isn't too bad. I didn't know there was going to have air conditioning units in hell. Huh. That's pretty interesting. Okay, and our final Florida man story, Florida, Florida. Uh, This is also our animal news story all at once. We're going to end this section with an actual feel-good story, okay? I'm not messing with you this time. No ifs, buts, ands, or maybes. Okay, this guy, this absolute romance of a man, he proposed to his girlfriend using her favorite creature, an alligator. The young couple, straight out of college, they were on a trip to Gatorland, and this young man attached thousands of dollars to a baby alligator in the form of a ring, and then he handed that alligator to his wife. At first, she was like, what are you handing me this alligator for? I don't, I don't really, you know, I like alligators, but I don't want to hold one. But then she noticed the ring. You see, that man is a real romantic individual, I must say, okay? Florida is filled with passion. Filled with passion. Most of the time, this passion gets released in, like, you know, meth-fueled mania. Like how one Florida man assaulted his girlfriend with their own cat. Another assaulted their girlfriend with a cooked turkey leg. And another one threw a toaster at his girlfriend because uh, she wouldn't help him out in the bedroom, if you know what I mean. (laughs) But when it goes well, relationships in Florida, it truly is magical. Okay, all right, okay. It's time to take some questions. So let's go to the phones. Let's go to the phones. Question number one, let's go. Hey, Bryce, long-time listener, first-time caller. My name is Winnethy Winston, and I really need some advice. Pause. How's it going, Winnethy Winston? Mr. Double W? I think you're lying about needing advice, to be honest. I really think you are, because Win is involved in your name twice. How could you possibly be at the point where you're trying to get advice from a man named Bryce? Oh, it does rhyme, so I guess it kind of makes sense. Okay, let's keep it going. I've been wanting to study abroad in Japan, but it's really far. And my girlfriend is scared the distance will affect us. What should I do? Dang. Good thing we're already in relationship mode here at the studio. Okay, let me think. Okay, you got two options. Either you go to Japan or you don't go to Japan. Next question. Next question. Oh, that was a broken bit. 
don't worry, I'm going to answer your question. Anyways, it sounds like your lady friend is afraid that you're going to find some, uh, some new lady friends, a few of them. And let me tell you, you certainly will, okay? Because when they're in Japan, the American sticks out like the neck of a scoliosis-ridden gamer after the pandemic. There's a lot of fish in the sea, and you're a captain of an industrial-scale fishing barge in the middle of the ocean on the island of Japan. So you've got some options here. You can either cheat on your girlfriend in secret, don't tell her, and then risk her finding out later, and she's definitely gonna because women, they can smell that sort of thing. You could also just not cheat on your girlfriend, do the whole long-distance thing, you know, FaceTime while you're sitting inside all day. Um, or... Oh, here we go. This is for you. What you could do is convince all of your friends to occasionally and casually mention to your girlfriend that it's entirely socially acceptable to have many other women while you're in Japan. You know, kind of like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, you know? You just have your boys say that it's the cultural thing to do there, and you'd be doing yourself a disservice to not accept the culture. And if you take it slow enough and have them drop all of these subliminal messages, she'll eventually be completely cool with it, even excited for you. And if you let it marinate long enough, like if you start now, she'll even think that it's her idea to have you cheat on her. It'll be exactly like the movie Inception, but instead of dreams, it's, you know, people on the island country of Japan. Ah, uh, ah, uh, see what I'm doing here? I'm onto something. Yeah, yeah, I, I really wouldn't do that, to be honest. Probably not the best idea to do that. She's definitely not that stupid. Um, just go in there, go to Japan, do the stuff. Don't cheat on your girlfriend. Take a sushi crafting class because I bet your girl would really enjoy some sushi. That'll help her forget your possibly treacherous ways. You know, every time she's getting worried, make her some sushi. Make her a roll. However many sushis are in a roll, that makes no sense. A roll. That doesn't tell you anything about how many sushis are in that. Is it six? Is it eight? Is it 12? I have no idea. <sighs> All right, that bit was broke. Someone's got to call a plumber for that bit. Maybe a bricklayer. Or a, I don't know, scientifical engineer of some sort. Okay, one more question. Let's hear it. Broken bit, Bryce. Thank you for taking my request. I'm having a real tragic tale regarding my facial hair, man. It's, it's, it's incredibly patchy and thin. Basically the only two places on my face that I can consistently grow hair is the mutton and neck beard. So basically my only two choices are John Quincy Adams or a League of Legends player. And my girlfriend be complaining about the itchiness and the scratchiness, but I've always dreamt of the mountain man beard. Do I give up on my dreams now or do I keep on pushing, man? Let me know. Dang, that is quite sad. I'll tell you. I experienced something very similar, okay, pal? I cannot grow a full mustache. It just doesn't seem to connect in the middle at all. Some people say it makes me less of a man. But the way I see it is that I could never be pranked while I'm sleeping into looking like Adolf Hitler. I'm reverse Hitler, okay? I'm the complete opposite of that guy. My advice to you is just to let it grow. It sounds like you're not letting your face region marinate for long enough. I'm not sure if you've, you know, maintained a garden before or maybe some houseplants, but to grow a good garden, the secret ingredient is love. So you've got to channel all of your love into that region of your face, you know? So however, you know, you could think of to get some love and to maybe rub it on your face, do that. It might take months, it might take years, but eventually those mutton chops will connect to that neck beard of yours. I recommend you call up Winnethy Winston and go study abroad with him in Japan. It'll be a great way to let it grow without having to listen to how much your girlfriend hates it, dog. 
And if waiting doesn't work, you can always get some plugs. They can take hair from other parts of your body, add it right on there. Right on there, right in the face. And if you're on a budget, I recommend you go into Party City, or maybe someplace like that, a costume store. They've got some real good wigs that you can fashion into some cheap coverage, dog. You can choose the color, you can choose the consistency, who knows? Okay, another great episode in the books. We covered a whole lot of ground once again. We figured out Elon Musk, and we talked a whole lot about romance. The Florida men really do know how to be passionate people. And we also hopefully helped our good friend Winnethy Winston, and this unnamed fellow with some facial hair problems. Only on Beyond Broken Day.